All right, so the easy end to the podcast, the easy end to the, to the ease of podcast. We all we all be in here, so we 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 try to you know give a little bohemian aspect to the thing. So something everybody can relate to, you know. Everybody got a little a different answer. So my question for you today is simple question, but you know it, it got a little it got a lot of culture in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So hot party, beef party, hot party, beef party, or chicken party. Wait, none, wait. <laughs> okay, okay. You gotta elaborate. Yeah, uh, yeah please. Yo, yo, all right. So, right now I'm pescatarian. Okay, okay. I'm six years, but okay. Before I was pescatarian, mom, when I was when I was young or whatever, I used to run the track or whatever like that. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay, my okay, okay. Mom used to always have this running thing that by if you won't be fast. You can't be eating them chicken and beef bodies, man. Oh, oh, body. You tell me. He's like, you got to eat the veggie bodies, buddy. Well, so but from don't. the time I was a little boy, but I was eating veggie All bodies. Cab- mm. Using them cabbage bodies? Yeah, but, well, but no. Mm. I used to look at them so funny. <laughs> okay. Even so, when, like, even in school, but where people are like chicken and beef, there's the only option. So by plenty days, I used to go without. Oh, oh, right. I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember my school selling no veggie No, wait, no, no, no we used to sell, we used to sell veggie body. Yeah, yeah, Kingsway used to try to have their own little thing going on. On there, a little healthy thing. Right. We had by it was chicken. chicken or, well, you might get chicken, but most days just beef. You might get chicken some days. Wow, wow. Yeah. We, I mean, we we had we our generation. We had a little better in the set. Who come in? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Our party used to be dollar seventy-five cents. Yeah, you get yeah, now right. almost two dollars for a party. Two twenty-five. Some schools. Yeah, two twenty-five. Some schools. Almost two dollars for a party. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, so. I just want to say welcome to the Ease Up Podcast. We're here with Father Ruel Strawn. Father Strawn, I want to introduce our, our guests, our viewers to you a little bit more. Yeah. Um, give them a little background on yourself, um, where you're from, and a little background on your professional. Got you, man. Um, name is Ruel Strawn. Um, I currently serve as the assistant curate, um, layman's term, assistant priest at <laughs> St. Agnes. Um, I'm an Anglican priest and uh trained in Barbados for three years and then in London for one. Um, before that, um, brought up as an Anglican and went to St. John's. Of course, got to get a shout out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it for me. Boy, we got the people looking at us a little funny, boy. We got to look a little biased. We got, we got, we got some proud St. John's alumnus coming in and, 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 and singing y'all praises. But that's, yeah, we, we love to see it, man. We love to see it. Okay, okay. That's nice. That's nice. Um, I have a little question that dives more into your background. Yeah. Just wanted to know, so what really like pushed you or motivated you to become a priest or like what, like what happened? What was it that 
push that decision? I think, I mean, I think the first thing is it was something that I didn't know at mm-hmm. the time or whatever. I, I felt it from time as a little boy. Okay. So, but the thing it was, now that I look back on it, you know, is but everything was there for me to to do this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like generations of my family been faithful in the church and stuff like okay. that. Okay. And so okay. um, when I was, I always tell people, I can't remember a time in my life where I didn't want to be a priest. So oh, that's okay. interesting. So, that's very yeah, interesting. From that was a little boy when I, my earliest memories were seeing the priest walk out at mass and I was like, bro, that, that's me. Mm. <laughs> that's gonna be me, you know? That's okay. amazing, man. Yeah. That's amazing. I will be part of that question. Yeah. So given that I would, and you said, so you said you, you studied for three years in Barbados and you did a year in London. Yeah. So I also wanna know like, how would you say your life has changed since you've like made that decision to actively pursue it? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's been a bit different um, because there's there's like a lot more that comes with actually actively pursuing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, in a sense, you, you it's a lot of sacrifices that, that, that you know, I had to make um, mm-hmm. and certain decisions, you know, aren't really yours anymore. I can imagine, <laughs> you know? I can imagine, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a so, commitment. That's yeah, a commitment. so it's, it's, yeah. That kind, it's that kind of commitment and, you know, you got to trust that, you know, the things that are working out are working out for you, mm, you know? Okay. Uh, I, like that. I, I like love that. to hear that, man. Yeah, I I like seem, that. It seemed like the passion was there from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Like it was something it. that, yeah, something that you wanted to do mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm glad, I'm very happy to see that you, you got there, yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. you know? So, that's very like we were, we were like we were speaking before yeah. and um I did a lot a little bit of research mm-hmm. myself yeah. going into this. I grew up in a in a in a church, a churchly household, and mm-hmm. I pretty Same much way. always understood the difference in a Catholic church and an Anglican mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was different. I knew, mm-hmm. you know, a Baptist church is this, and I, I yeah, pretty much knew different. that they were different. Yeah. Um different, they were different from each other. Yeah. But in my research, mm-hmm. I realized some stuff that I was completely ignorant to. <laughs> yeah. So if you could, if you could give a little bit of light on, um, you know, for for the average person, yeah. like as far as you know, you, because I would I I thought that it was, the Pope was over everybody. Yeah. Or, or I thought that the Anglicans had their own Pope. Or, yeah, but, yeah. So so good. Give a little bit of light on that first. A little breakdown. Yeah, I think I mean for me is is. Um, I always tell people, like, even when I teach young people and stuff around the church that, you know, at the heart and the core of it, it only could be one body of Christ, you know? Right, right, uh, so right. So I tell people, you know, you, you, you use yourself as an example. You only got one body, you know? You got different parts and members and stuff like that. But you can't have two bodies, Right, you know? right, right. So um, it's in, in a similar way, it's only one body. Um, it just so happened that over time, mm-hmm. um, you know, normally you know whenever problems arise the church had had a sort of formula it was you know you get together um all of the bishops or you know all of the elders you get them together at the council uh they pray they discuss the issue mm-hmm. they discern the issue mm-hmm. and then they come to a solution or whatever through these church councils uh, what often happened was the people that was on the losing end of the argument uh, mm-hmm. or who felt that they were on the losing end of the argument right. you know in conscience was like but we can't Stay no more, got you, you know. Got you, got you. Um, and so that I think the first real split, well, kind of minor, but it was like the Syrian Orthodox Church, like mm. Uh, mm. a couple of about fifth century or yeah. something oh, like that. Oh, so oh. you're talking yeah. way yeah. back, yeah. but um, from then, like you had a lot of councils and stuff like that. And uh, uh, but the Anglican Church has, has, has been around um, 
for centuries and and i mean i think we could trace back to some of the earliest church councils being you know having um the english represented uh from the earliest church councils mm-hmm. that was that was interesting uh, yeah. for me too to, yeah, to yeah, find yeah. out how how involved the the patriarchy in uh, in, yeah. in in england was so instrumental yeah. and it was it was it's real interesting information yeah 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 so yeah. so for those who wouldn't know then you would say you'd say that the Catholics, Catholics broke off from the Anglicans. No, no, no. I, I mean, was, it was like I said. It was just. It was really one church. Um, um, it was one church, mm-hmm. uh, just in different places. Mm-hmm. And like I say, as these disagreements and, and arguments arose, mm-hmm. um, you know, there Human became nature. the need for like councils and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that. And then mm-hmm. often people who felt that they were on the losing end, you know, yeah. went their way. Now, like a lot of people say, like you know, the Anglican Church is a product of the reformation which was uh, like 16th century yes um but you know i i wouldn't so much hold to that um mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you know that the the church in 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 england or the i think the latin term ecclesia Anglic- anglicana which would mm-hmm. be like the anglican church was mm-hmm. was around for centuries before the reformation so mm-hmm. it just um it just so happened that with the reformation 16th century um you had uh, a formal split where you saw um, the Church of England become one thing, and then at that stage, you know, um, you saw where the what we would know as the Catholic Church decided mm-hmm. to say that they're going to be the Roman Catholic Church, yeah, so that Catholic we could, have, you know, okay. to be d- distinguished. But um, my understanding uh, in terms of uh, Anglican tradition is that you know we we are part of what we would refer to as the Catholic Church, which is the mm-hmm. Universal Church. You okay. Know? Okay. Yeah. okay. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. that's a history lesson, man. I yeah. I, I, I so <laughs> interested. <laughs> That's interesting to me. That's intriguing. I probably could pick your brain some more yeah, yeah. afterwards because that's, that's that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So I have another personal question yeah. for you. Um, and right now, you you your your title is as a priest, yeah, or yeah. As, as an assistant priest, yeah. like you like you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Ten, fifteen years from now, which where do you see yourself in that hierarchy in um, the Anglican diocese? I mean. I, I don't think that's really for me to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for me, it's, 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 it's more so just about being faithful, you know, yeah. um, to serve people as a faithful priest and, mm-hmm. and, and wherever that takes me, you know, mm-hmm. um, I like I, that. I'd be I'd be fine. Um, you know, I think that that is very sort of different, um, you know, in a secular sense, you know, it's about sort of climbing the ladder and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But in in this sense, it's really just about being faithful, man, and mm-hmm. and, and you know, you could faithfully serve wherever wherever that is, you know. Okay. Um, and if it so happens that through that, you know, you get to certain places, then so be mm-hmm. it. If not, so be it as well, you know. Boy, I, I, if I didn't know no better, I think you had a PR manager because that, that, that was that that's was basically. Right. I, I, I love right. it. I right. love it. But I could definitely, but I could definitely like understand and have a very good respect for that because it shows that you, that you like, like I guess, like I said from the beginning, that your heart is in it. It isn't more so like you say on the secular side where it's I want to achieve this, I want to achieve this, or in a certain time frame, I I have to be here. Yeah. It's more so from, you, you're you coming from the perspective as, listen, from who I am as a person, yeah. I just want to stay true to that and follow my faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in following my faith, wherever my faith leads me, mm-hmm. is I'll be content with that. And, as, and you have to respect that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to respect that. <laughs> It sounds like you're doing it for the right reason. You ain't trying to be the one to tell people <laughs> yeah, what to do. Or it's yeah, a passion yeah, yeah. and the love behind it. Yeah, well, that's what that's what you want in, in every aspect of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's a regular occupation or if you're picking up trash on the side of the road, you ain't want to just be doing it for 
the, the money. Take. Yeah. yeah, just for the money to take. It's yeah. a passion, man. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and we love to see that, man. We love to see that. So I have another more personal. I have a personal question. Yeah. What, what would you say are some of your biggest joys of being a priest? I think some of the biggest joys just to be able to, I, I always share with people that as a priest, you get the journey with people in a very different way than, mm-hmm. than the ordinary person would, would journey with people. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, all of us would experience some of the kind of things that I would experience in terms of our family and people we connected to. But for the most part, outside of that, you know, yeah. we wouldn't have that sort of experience. So for me, it's like, you know, the joy of, you know, seeing uh, a couple, you know, being able to marry a couple and, you mm-hmm. know, baptize their child sure. and, and mm-hmm. to see that child grow up and mm-hmm. just to see how you know fam- the, the family grows in faith and and stuff like that and even to to be able to journey with a lot of elderly people as they mm-hmm. sort of you know um come to the the final stages or days of their life and you know, that's a gift to be there you yeah, know it's true. a gift to be very there and the journey alongside people in that way because I, as i said not everybody can have that mm-hmm. opportunity you know mm-hmm. i i had experiences where you know people but like, you know, the point at which their relative God, it was like, mm. bro, only children and the priest right now, mm. you know, we want around. Yeah. And for me, like, I count that as a real gift to be able to do that and, and to be able to journey alongside people. So I, mm. I think just journeying with people and the joys and the sorrows, I think that's been the, the greatest mm. joy for me and in, I, in seeing that. And, I can, re- and I, can, I can relate to that, you know, I can relate to that um, per, on a personal level because um, for people who don't know, I, I basically really grew up with, with one grandmother and she was more so like in, in the Catholic church. Mm. But in that, like as she got to more so of her, of her other elderly years, it would really, like, like you said, it would be instances where like when she's bedridden, only people who would be able to come to the house for mm also like the grandchildren mm-hmm. her children yeah. and then when we come there we'd already meet the priest there yeah, yeah. And, and it, but it, it'd literally be just that yeah and it's like no one else could come through it so like i could i could understand that i could, I could relate to that i sound like it, to me what it sound like especially from your from from the words you, and and the way you speak in your mm-hmm. words is your favorite part of it is experience that experiencing that true love kind of sort of or being mm-hmm. able to to admit it or to, to be able to take it take it in. Yeah, I would. I I think that's something because I would always tell people it's something. I used to um, volunteer when I was in London at a place called Larsh, which was for people with like learning disabilities. Okay. Um, and they had this thing at Larsh, and I think like a lot of that I find in priesthood as well, where I go and, and you know, and it may appear so. I'm the person that's supposed to be helping in this situation, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you find it and go in, you know, and interacting with these people that, you know, they actually helping me, you know, mm-hmm. too. And sometimes they helping me more, more than, than I you help them, them, you know. Yep. That's beautiful, and man. And that's the beauty of life. Yeah, that's a real beautiful thing because um, being able to journey, why I said that's the greatest joy, being able to journey uh, alongside people like that is that, you know, I hope that in journeying alongside them in that way that, uh, you know, and having the conversations about faith and God and about the world and their lives, I hope that, you know, both myself and them, that we could, you know, journey closer in following um, God together. You know, if we could, if if, if I could be some sort of assistance to them to help them to walk Mm -hmm. just a little bit closer, I Mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, there's great joy in that. That's beautiful, yeah, man. That's, that's beautiful. That's that's what I, I I could take this from that for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From 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 just the conversation we had so far, because you so 
you could take this. You could take. You could almost be in a, a, a self-exalted place, knowing where you are yeah, as yeah. such a young man and mm-hmm. already in priesthood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could look at it as you above or beyond, and you mm-hmm. don't have to learn anything. But mm-hmm. you're going into these situations yeah. already open to, yeah, yeah. to what I can. What receive. can I learn? Yeah, what mm-hmm. can I receive? Yeah. And that's that's beautiful, man. And that's the that's mindset. Beautiful. I feel that's the mindset you should have. Not even, not even like. In, in in general, like going into almost any situation, you should always have the mindset of what can I take from this? Even if you were placed in the position to be the person to teach, yeah. you have to also understand that in me teaching, there is a way for me to learn at yeah, the yeah. same time. Yeah. And if you try to shun out the fact that, listen, I only here to give you all information. I don't need to be taking yeah, anything. Yeah, like, yeah. you're you, at a you, loss. You, yeah. you stifle yourself in the yeah. process. So... I like that. I like that. And lastly, before we before we go to our first break, um, I want to ask. I mean, you, you pretty much touched on it um, in the last question, but I, I'd like to know specifically yeah. what are the the roles that you basically take on as a as a assistant preach priest, um, and how does it how, do, how how's your day to day pretty much? Yeah, day to day. That's 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 um, something I always get laugh about because like. Even some of the youngsters around church, like when, you know, I teaching and talking with them, you know, they would be like, bro, what you do through the week? And I would be like, well, you know, I'm a priest. I work at the church. And it's like, no, no, no. I mean, that like with nine to five, what you do, you know, like what your job is, like what your job is, bro. I'm like, I'm telling you, I, I work at the work church. church. <laughs> so, um, but um, for me, week to week is, is, you know, one day out of the week, at least one day out of the week, um, try to, you know, I tell people, a priest is never, never off, but mm-hmm. one day a week I take out of office so okay. I could just sort of, you know, refresh myself. Which is fine, which, which is needed. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely needed. And um, the other day is filled with um, administrative work um, mm-hmm. and, you know, occasional meetings. Uh, at least a couple of days, one day or a couple of days out of the week, I visit with the sick and can find people who can come out to churches uh, they would yeah. like. Okay. So I go and spend time with them in their homes, administer communion to them. Um, my responsibility where I am where I am as well, I'm responsible for youth ministry in the okay. parish. So okay, okay. Uh, connecting with the young people, um, trying to enable them with the resources that they need to be able to, to do what they have to do and to try to encourage them in their work. And then, of course, the part that most people would see would be the Sunday mornings the Sunday, in terms yeah. of preaching and, yeah. and offering mass. That's what most people would, would see. But the, uh-huh. the day-to-day is, you know, the administration, the visitation, and uh, then the emergencies that pop up. I can imagine. And as well as counseling as well, um, mm-hmm. the people that that... that you know, may need to talk about something or, or that may want to come and, and run something by mm-hmm. me as their priest, um, open for that as well. So, yeah. uh, that's, that's week to week, but like something like the counseling, you know, that ain't a scheduled thing, you know, right. That's, right. That's, right. That's, that's, that's whenever, that's, whenever yeah, you get a call, yeah, yeah. Whenever I get a call then we mm-hmm. set up something. Uh, so okay. uh, yeah, it's not like we Tuesday, three o'clock every mm-hmm. week is counseling. You know? <laughs> right, 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 right. So that's, that's, that's a bit of the day to day. Um, there's, there's a bit more to the day to day. Of course, like for example, weddings and funerals, if they come up, again, they, they, the weddings, maybe you can mm-hmm. schedule at a yeah, time. At the funerals, they ain't really nothing yeah. to schedule. So officiating at them and uh, preparing parents and godparents for uh, to have their children baptized and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's, that's I think that's the bulk of the 
day-to-day stuff. Boy, you list okay. off about 100 yeah. things. Yeah. 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 So, when you see your priest, thank, thank God for them because they doing active. a lot. That's a very active. Script. They doing a lot. That sound like, that yeah, sound I like, did, I didn't, yeah. I honestly didn't know. Three weeks of work. Yeah, that, yeah. that active. That's actually a very active schedule. So, yeah, man. Y'all tune in. We can be backing up. Tired of knockoff accessories that leave your device worse than before? Solve those problems and more here at Create Tech Bahamas. Bring in tomorrow's technology to your doorsteps today. All right, guys. All right. I hope you all got your popcorn and used the bathroom and all the other stuff. Get all your refreshments because we back. We back. We back. We back. So you, so for those who just tuning in, we're here with, you know, Father Rostron. And it's been a, actually a very, very, very interesting conversation. Very. Learned a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. So going into this next segment, we just want to, these are some questions that we just want to actually just get your opinion on, on the different things and just, you know, get some feedback, get your knowledge and your wisdom. So my first question for you is, what would you, well, I don't, okay. If you want to, you can give it from the general definition or you can use your personal definition. Mm -hmm. But what would you say in your terms of spirituality? Mm. Well, yeah, it's, 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 um, I wouldn't say it's, it's my definition. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd credit it to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that spirituality is particularly Christian spirituality. Uh, I think someone described it as like a, a, a long obedience or a, a long following or walking in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so okay. I think for me, that's, that's, that's what I would refer to it as well as uh, the, I think it's the nature of God and our, our response mm-hmm. to, to the divine initiative, mm-hmm. I would say. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. it's okay. very interesting. That's so very interesting. my question, what I'd like to ask on that pretty much mm-hmm. is how do you, how do you feel like that impacts your, someone's daily life? Whether it be you or people in general, how, how, or people you've come across who you've known are walking into the faith, like, yeah, right. how would you say it impacted their everyday lives? Yeah, I think it has a tremendous impact on people's everyday lives, but mm. I think that you know it could still have much more of an impact. Mm. Um, one of the things that that I think why a lot of people in our generation and the generation just uh, coming up now behind us, mm-hmm. I think one of the things why they are uh, seemingly been turned off from you know spirituality and religiosity and stuff is that mm-hmm. i think that they see a disconnect in terms of um their family and friends and mm. and and their elders uh, their elders knowledge and experience mm-hmm. uh versus actually like practical implication mm. in, of that and you know we get that quite a bit, you know, where, yeah. where children, grandchildren and stuff like that have, you know, essentially strayed away from the church mm-hmm. because they, they can't, they can't, they can't make sense of how, you know, um, someone could have this knowledge and experience, but it has not, uh, so Traverse much of a practical life. implication right. in right. their everyday lives. Mm-hmm. Right. So in that sense, I think that there could be much more. I think it's, it's, it's very important for everyday journey. Um, a monk encouraged me before, and I always encourage people now that you know to take some break during the day um even if it's not a lunch break Mm -hmm. um you don't have to eat you know but just take some break in in the middle of the day or at some point in the day and and just stop 
um, and and have that opportunity to reflect or to just just be in silence, you know. Mm. And I think that's a beautiful thing. But I think in terms of what what, what we would see as a sort of rigorous sort of spirituality, right. um, yeah, most most people could could I think could benefit from infusing more and more um, spirit of. Christian spirituality in, into their daily routine. Uh, we pray, um, right. mm-hmm. but like I said, most of our prayers now is people uh, talking, people talking to God. And then it's almost like, you know, uh, one bishop would say, it's almost like you're a machine gun conversationalist. You know, you just, you know, God, this, God, that, God, that, right, God, right, that, right, that. Right. And once you say amen, it's yeah. like, bam, you go on about your business. Your business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's another aspect of that. Like right now, even in our conversation, you mm-hmm. know, I talking right now and you listening. Mm-hmm. When I stop talking now, you start talking. I, I listen in fact, mm-hmm. you know? Facts, facts. And so we have to bring those two elements together, I think, more in our daily lives. You mm-hmm. know, it's not only a talking to God and with God, but also a listening uh, mm-hmm. to God. And a lot of people remember that uh, story from, from Samuel, uh, speak Lord for your servant is listening. listening right? yeah. And I heard uh, a nun this week flip that around and she was like, you know, it's often like people are saying now, listen, Lord, your servant is speaking, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like so many people aren't mm-hmm. taking the time just to, wow. just to yes, say, listen, you know, yes, I can talk to God, but I also can spend this the same amount or more time listening to God than I actually spent talking mm-hmm. as well. Because I think if we can infuse more and more of that into our daily lives and routines, I think it would make a real difference. Boy, this episode might mm-hmm. be doing some soul searching. Boy, <laughs> and that's what we need. That's what we need. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We wanted to touch on those specific things. If you're listening, if it could help you in your daily life a little bit more, that's what we're here for. That's yeah. what, And I'm sure that's what that's Father Strong's main reason for being here as well. If he could help you in your daily life, if he could just improve it a little bit or even make you question some things a little bit more to bring it to a better place, that's what we are for a man okay so uh we were i have another question so i just wanted to know speaking because it actually sort of ties into what you was just talking about like mm-hmm. how we like we pray and like we it's almost like we're speaking to god but we aren't listening yeah so so obviously it goes into one of my questions my question was going to be what would you say some healthy spiritual practices could be obviously for me right off the back i'll put listening to god as one of them yeah yeah so if we could continue on that what would you say some healthy spiritual practices are yeah i think one uh spending some time in silence uh mm-hmm. every every day mm-hmm. and um i think you know not is it's sort of like uh, I think I, I can't remember who I heard say it, but, you know, to take an intentional waste of time, mm-hmm. you know, it's like okay. an intentional waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, like yeah. you, 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 you just sit and you just spend some time in silence every day. I think that's, that's, that's very important. And um, people may find, you, you know, you may find that you may be lighter, you know, mm-hmm. each week. And I, I think another thing uh, that I would say is to develop a, a sort of, routine as we people would say routine um say a sort of rule of life like mm. you know how you're gonna operate week to week and to stick to it right uh, i think that would be a good thing um to say well you know i can pray at this time um i'm gonna uh spend some time in silence at at this time and um i can do x y and z at another time i think to, to have some sort of um order and pattern lifestyle um would be good one of the things I was just talking to a young person about this this week. I was, uh, but the year I was in London, I was living in a religious community. Okay. And 
one of the things that we found early on, it was like, like the schedule was like packed, bro. It was like one thing to the next. Okay. And, but it was ordered. And most of us found it was like, bro, this schedule should be so like constricting, but like, this is the, we never felt this free before, you know? Mm, that's interesting. Because we, it was, that's it was, a, it was an ordered thing. You have a sense of knowing that, Hey, you know, I can pray in the morning. I can um, have lunch at a certain time. I can spend a couple of moments of silence. I can mm. pray in the evening or, you know, I can do some gardening or something. I can do a little workshop. I can go to a class. Right. You, you you know that that's before you. And so you could enter the day with a certain sense of freedom mm-hmm. that I, I know was going to be before me in that sense. Unless, mm-hmm. like I say, unless some emergency comes up or something really goes awry, right. uh, you know, outside of that. This is what the day is going to look like. And and, and I, I have that sort of freedom to operate. Another thing I would say is, is I think a practice from St. Ignatius, which is the uh, examine, which is each evening uh, before you go to sleep to um, look back at the day mm-hmm. and to mention the things that I say mention maybe five things that you were thankful for in that day mm-hmm. um, and not just be like, you know, uh, um, you know, thankful for food or thankful yeah. for shelter and yeah. stuff like that. Like that's a good thing. Yeah. But to like think about the day that you had in great, in great detail. Yeah, like think about the day. the day. Yeah, break, break down, down the day, day. Mm-hmm. and think about, for example, like five things that you mm-hmm. were really thankful for that 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 just happened in that day. Mm. Like, oh um, lord, if this person had come any faster than it, might yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like like that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. do it on a day to day basis. And then another thing to to look back and to see the times where you may have gone wrong in that day. Mm. Um, you know, to recall them to your mind and, and to offer them to God and, and to seek that forgiveness and to be kind of specific about it again. I think mm-hmm. um, that's a healthy practice. I as, needed this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I needed this. Yeah, <laughs> as well as I'd say, you know, the usual times of prayer and stuff are very, very good. But I say, take mm-hmm. that time for silence. Take that time in the evening to sort of look back at, at, at the day and, and, and then to just before bed to offer the, the day that is to come to God to say, you know, mm. this out, I was thankful for this in this day that is passed. Um, this is where I was, where I've gone wrong. You know, I'm sorry for that. And, you know, mm. I hope to be better tomorrow. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah. I take I take I take a whole lot from that. Just yeah, now. Yeah. I, like I don't that. know about you, Mark. I I, I, I gonna run with that. I like I, like, I gonna I like run that. with that. As far, especially um, as far as I took a lot from it. Yeah, but and yeah. and I know you mentioned a few times, and I feel like it it has a special importance. Yeah. Uh, taking time to give yourself some peace, mm-hmm. extract yourself from the day, extract yeah, uh-huh. yourself from the stresses, uh-huh. extract yourself yeah. from whatever bothering you uh-huh. and give yourself 45 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour yeah. just on in silence or in reflection. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so important because I, really I mean, is. when I was in religious community, we did a, uh, we did a, a week long silent retreat. Mm-hmm. A week yeah. long? <laughs> yeah. Like nobody okay, talking. Cool. No, <laughs> bro. For the, so uh, the only times you, you would really talk, the only time you would talk would be really to God okay. um, in the week that's in the chapel times okay. and, and stuff like that but outside of that it was complete silence mm-hmm. okay. for the week and going into it one of the things that uh, some of our community leaders told us was that you know if in this time that you silent mm-hmm. like something happens that you need to know mm-hmm. like you will you, you, you will know you mm-hmm. know uh, they said you know don't don't sort of take the idea that because I can be silent for a week, 
the whole world can fall restricted, apart. Restricted, right? You know? yeah, right. It's right. like you know, because I silent for a week, like my family can fall apart. <laughs> you know, uh, my job. You know, everything on the outside world can fall mm, apart. Right, like I can right. come on the next side of the silence, and it can be like a whole new world. It's right. like you know, resist that urge. Um, just let yourself enter into it, mm. and know that you know if something happens that you absolutely need to know. You can know. Yeah. You'll know it, true. you know? Um, but to, to, to be able to enter into that, like I said, silence is mm. like an intentional waste of time. Waste you know, you, time, you, yeah. you, you just sit and you just be mm. and you sort of release all of the busyness, mm-hmm. even if for, you know, five, 10 minutes mm-hmm. or whatever and just be, and then you could get back to it. Mm. That's beautiful, man. That's, that's beautiful. I, 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 I can put some water in my life now. Those practice, that's, like just sitting there and just thinking about like how beneficial those could like they could be to me personally. Mm-hmm. It's just like I just really hope whoever watching really listening to what you're saying because like for me, like when you said like that reflection, just like sitting back like at the at the end of the yeah, day, yeah. at the end of the night, like, right before you go to bed and just like really just look back at your whole day. Like I know because see, I feel like I'm a very self-reflective person. I'm I'm in my head a yeah, lot. Yeah. So in a way, I'm always like just looking at some of the things that happened before mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. breaking it down. But then when you say to sit down, like to like, I like probably like look at like maybe like one instance that happens yeah, yeah. during the day, mm-hmm. just maybe break that down. But mm-hmm. to be like sit down and break down my entire day yeah. and be like, I'm <laughs> thankful for this. I'm thankful mm-hmm. for this. Oh, I could have done better with this. Oh, yeah. this is my fault. I could have mm-hmm. not like not actually like like. That sort of opened my mind yeah, to realize yeah, a whole new perspective. It gave me a whole new perspective. It's like, what are some of the things that I've done during the day, during the day that have affected other people, people. in a way that yeah. I that I, I'm not even taking into account. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, it's like a real big brain open up for me. So yeah, I actually really appreciate that. A lot of times you don't know what you, what on. to be thankful for. You don't realize mm-hmm. how much blessings you had in you one don't. day. Yeah, you don't. and that's true because you really know. I had this occasion where, uh, when I was in London, someone told me it's like you know last night in my you know reflections or whatever before mm-hmm. I went stuff like that she was like you know when I was listening off these things you you know you was one of you you was one of them mm-hmm. you know one of the things and mm-hmm. I was like wow you know I didn't realize whatever I was doing was you know exactly. had a sort of exactly. meaningful yeah. impact mm-hmm. in, in that kind of way mm-hmm. you know but um you know you'd be surprised I just said I'd say you'd be surprised in, in recalling the day you mm-hmm. know the things that you're really really thankful for mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd be mm-hmm. very yeah, surprised that's, that's if it wasn't for this the day yeah. probably wouldn't have gone on this if it yeah. wasn't for that mm-hmm. yeah and and that's 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 a good point i, I take in that with me hopefully we got some people listening who could who that could benefit them greatly yeah, man. and that's what we're shooting for so uh, fine I, I we we could leave we could pretty much end on this question um it's it's a question that i feel a lot of people um Ask even if it's to themselves, yeah. but I would like to know from call it a twenty first century question, right? Yeah. I would like to know from your perspective. Yeah. Um, do you think spirit, spirituality could only be achieved through an organized religion? We know people have, like you say, in 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 the newer generation, some of our yeah. generation to come, we we have a lot of people straying away from the church, yeah. people mm-hmm. who think they they found another route yeah so my question to you is could they get there or could they have a a, a sense of spirituality without mm. going to or having a, that organized religion staple in their yeah, life like say, like say you have a conversation with someone who fully believes in like in like in god mm-hmm. and jesus in the bible and different things mm-hmm. like that but but they have like a little struggle with 
attending church or like yeah. the whole different things like that? Like, how would you approach a conversation with them? Yeah, I think for me, I mean, approaching a conversation with them for me wouldn't so much be a challenge because mm -hmm. you know I think you know it's a conversation. You know, mm -hmm. we, we we should should be able to be open to you know talk with people, interact with them, and 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 uh, you know sometimes we want to talk with people and we sort of want to pull them to where we are, but mm -hmm. you know you you got to talk to people where they are sometimes, so, and, okay, and yeah, like you know you could get to a certain point where you could challenge them to say well. You know, maybe you could do this, maybe you could do mm -hmm. that. But, mm -hmm. you know, the initial step, we see it all the time in the Gospels. The initial step is Jesus going out and like meeting people mm -hmm. where they are in the course mm -hmm. of their daily lives, their mm -hmm. work, you know, um, they're Very going true. in and, you know, going out and coming in. That's where he, he meets them. And Very true. so for me, you know, it's important to meet people there. But I think, you know, when we talk about Christian spirituality, mm -hmm. um, I think we're talking about something communal. And, okay. and mm. so, you know, you, we talk about uh, being a family. We talk about being brothers and mm -hmm. sisters. And so we have to be connected um, in that way. And okay. there are some people within church tradition, for example, the hermits and, and, and like the desert fathers and mothers, these mm. monks and nuns who went into the desert and mm. they lived a, a sort of life apart from society. But even they would say that, you know, every once in a while, uh, you know, or indeed perhaps quite often mm. even if you choose to live that kind of life of being a hermit or being a monk or none or mm. separate you got to touch base with, mm. with people mm -hmm. there's a with people. connection you, you got to touch need. base yeah. with people you got to be in community because um i think one of the things that that, that we've lost or we are losing mm -hmm. um not not only in in a sort of spiritual sense but in secular sense as well is is a sense of community okay. uh, particularly here in the bahamas i think and uh what when we read the gospels and we see what jesus does constantly he's calling people into community he's calling people to to live alongside each other and that's a difficult thing to do <laughs> you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i i often tell people that one of the most difficult things you could ever ask two people to do is to live together. Right, mm. right, you know? right. Um, but if that's done well, that could be one of the most beautiful, beautiful. things yep. that you ever see, yep. that two people could actually live together mm. and, and, and do well together. Right. Mm. And so I think that that, that that's, that's very, very important to, to have this sense of community, to know that um, what I do um, is connected especially in life of faith to other people and to know that there's nothing that affects the lives of other people that or other brothers and sisters of mine that should be beyond my care or mm. concern. And so I think it has to be lived in community. Mm. But I think at the same time, it, it is important for you to have a personal discipline and, and, and uh, um, sort of personal journey right. within the sense of community. Yeah. That's well, well answered. Yeah, well answered. I like, I like that. Because what you pretty much explained to me was uh, from what, what I took from it yeah. is that it no what I, I took a quote for, I, I spoke to him about a yeah. quote in a, earlier. Yeah. Um, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, if you want to go far, go yeah. together. Yeah. 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 And for, <laughs> that's what you pretty much explained to me mm -hmm. that yeah. you could, you could try by yourself. Yeah. But, you, but, it, it but always, how but you, you almost, it's, it's a necessity mm -hmm. to have people, sharing into you, yeah. you know, given, mm -hmm. given those other life lessons that you might have yeah. not approached And I yourself. mean, even if you think, even if you think that people, which is not the case, but even if you think that people don't have anything to give you or that you can't get anything from people, um, the other side of that is, 
by you staying away, you may be withholding something that you, that could, you could give to them, something that you could offer. And you know, that's so that, that's uh, that's why the sense of community. And you look mm-hmm. at like the kind of people Jesus called, like totally different, you know, mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. from different Very backgrounds. backgrounds. And, 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 and he says, you know, listen, y'all got to follow me together, mm-hmm. um, which means that y'all got to live together mm-hmm. um, in this community and y'all got to learn to live together well. And if you could do that, then, you know, for example, if you all 12 could learn to live together well mm-hmm. and could learn to follow me together well, uh, the people around you can see that. Exactly. And, 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 and that's going to draw more people into this community to live together well, to follow me together well. Mm. And, you know, from this circle of 12, you got circle expanding, 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 mm-hmm. expanding. Um, and then you have a real and meaningful difference made in, not only in the lives of people, but as, as it reaches um, from one person to another, you get this difference made in the life of the world, man. That's, that's a beautiful domino effect. Right, Father Strong, you're, you're, you're wise, well, well above your years. Yeah, you dropped some gems. It's some stuff I feel like, you know, we I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, it, hopefully it, it could reflect to pretty much everybody who who tune in and, yeah. and mm-hmm. could, hear the, could hear the sound of your voice. Mm-hmm. He, he really, he really, he really, we talked about a, a good bit. So for those listening, early up, y'all, just take back some of the the key points that that you remembered and you know just always remember just reflect that's that's the one i taken from it just reflect and be true to who you are honest once again thank father strong for coming out thanks for everybody for watching and for tuning into this you, episode appreciate you, appreciate like you. comment and subscribe let us know your thoughts and so we could communicate with everybody and you know have that open dialogue till next time Yeah.